following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right? And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri. Wherever you may be listening, this is the Retirement Playbook with Brock Elspaw, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday morning, bringing you some great information on retirement investing and everything financial in your life. And I am so happy to be here. I'm pumped up. I'm ready to go. And I've also got Tony Shore here, my co-host. Good morning, Tony. Oh my goodness, what an intro. I wasn't even <laughs> ready for that one. Uh, you've had your coffee this morning, Brock. I, I am tell. I am raring to go. Yes, it's going to be yeah. a great, great day. You know, folks, we've got a new administration. You know, we've got... Uh, oh boy. Yep. And uh, so we're well on our way there. The stock market is just all-time highs. Everybody is just, you know, loving to look up their account balance. You know, that's funny. You know, people tend to look up their account balances in their 401k and and other investments more often when the markets, you know, the market's going up and the and they're making money. Uh, so so if you're doing that, congratulations. But make sure, folks, that you do something. Make sure that you make sure that it is rebalanced because the stocks have done so much better than bonds. You may be overweight in stocks. You might have too much risk in your portfolio. How do you know? You can go to my website, one of our websites. It's mycolorofmoney.org, and you can take an 11-question survey that will give you an output as to how risky you might ought to be right now. And uh, the reason I say right now is because you should do that on an annual basis. Uh, but I want to make sure that your investments and your portfolio is in line with your goals and objectives and risk tolerance. So mycolorofmoney.org. Also, go to our website. It's theinnovativeteam.com. And that's our main website where you can get tons and tons of information about all topics for retirement. So go to our website, theinnovativeteam.com. You can order my book. You can check out past shows. Lots of great information. I am now ready to start today's show. Tony, are you excited or what? Yeah, this is awesome. And uh, you, you've picked out a very interesting topic, uh, kind of turned things on its head today. So what are we talking about? Today, I thought we would talk about, I know this is going to sound really weird to a lot of folks, when to stop saving for retirement. Huh? 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 I mean, that's I not know. something you would expect to come out of my mouth when I'm just preaching all the time about how to, you know, how you should save for retirement and, and all these kinds of things. But today we're going to give you some, some, some scenarios, if you will, to think about when you should stop saving for retirement. Real quick though, Tony, before we get into that, I want to I want to bring up something and and because it's important. Because a lot of people right now have have called me and talked to me about their savings at the bank. And maybe you've accumulated a little bit. Maybe you're, you know, you're you're making an extra few commission checks and those kinds of things. 
Uh, and people are, are looking for ways to keep the money safe and yet get a better rate of return on their money. And we have solutions for that, folks. We have some very conservative. Listen, I never want to tell people to take their money out of their, their savings account. First of all, you need to leave your emergency fund, you know, that three to six months. I tend to be more conservative and lean on the six months side of things, but six months of your expenses. So if your expenses are $5,000 a month, you should have about $30,000 in the bank liquid ready to go if you needed it. But anything above that, um, we call it kind of your extra savings account, right? In other words, your extra uh, emergency fund. And in, and if you're tired of earning next to nothing, you should you could one of the options you could look at putting it into a very conservative investment account, okay? Um, and it's where you can still get to it if you need it, but it has the potential to earn more money for you, okay? Now you, there's always risk involved when you try to earn more money, right? And so there are going to be some there's going to be some risk involved, but man, what a great way to still keep it liquid but yet try to earn a little bit more money. Another way, real quick, is that we have an annuity right now that usually I don't look at for this kind of scenario where we're just trying to earn more money on it from our excess savings account. Maybe for your IRA that you just don't know what to do with right now. There's a three-year uh, annuity offered by a company we do business with okay, that has a three-year 2.4% guaranteed interest rate. And if you've done any checking at, a, at your bank at what a CD would be for three years, it's not anywhere close, okay? So annuities have their own ramifications for different types of money, so you definitely want to make sure you consider all of that. Just give us a call. We'll talk to you about it. We can help with this situation. Just give us a call, 332-7855. Okay, sorry about all that, but I just, I've had so many people call me in the last couple of weeks, Tony, I just had to address it. No, that's that's good. And that's why we do the show. And I know we get a lot of calls from listeners with questions and I'm glad you addressed that. I, I think that's great. And, you know, I, I think you and I are both advocates for building a robust financial uh, strategy, a retirement strategy as well right? Uh, to get you set up for a strong quality of life and retirement. But it's hard to imagine how one of the ways to get there would ever to be to stop saving for retirement. But, but that said, I notice you use the word temporarily. I think you're talking about temporarily stopping. And I'm guessing that word is going to be critical during our discussion today. That's right, Tony. Let's just say that the word temporarily is going to be a permanent part of our discussion today. And certainly the current pandemic ravaged economy is a major contributor to why some people may need to, you know, kind of put on put on hold their retirement savings, okay? But some of the reasons we're going to highlight really apply anytime, whether the economy is up or, or down. And I chose this topic after reading a recent U.S. News and World Report article. It was titled, Eight Times to Stop Saving for Retirement. And I thought it would be very insightful to bring this information here uh, to our, to our uh, listeners. Well, yeah, definitely. And I think that it is an interesting one. So let's jump right in. Uh, what's the first reason somebody would want to temporarily halt their saving? All right. You ready, Tony? A little drum roll here, okay? Yeah. The first one is probably won't come to any surprise here, but during a health crisis, it may be beneficial or perhaps even essential to pause saving for retirement. As many of our listeners, I'm sure, 
are already keenly aware that that you if you get slapped with medical expenses that your insurance company doesn't cover, you know, those bills have to be paid out of your own pocket. You know, what do you want to do? You want to be turned into a collection agency and then you you know, then your credit goes I mean, it's just a downward spiral, Tony. And we all can agree probably that healthcare isn't cheap right now. And so and I don't think it's gonna, you know, go down in price. I think if anything it's gonna go up. So you know, these are things, and, and sometimes this happens. Now, I will say a lot of employers' plans, like your 401k plans, have provisions in there for these types of situations. It's called a hardship withdrawal. And so it, not every plan offers it, by the way. Again, the one thing that's unique about the 401k world, Tony, is that every plan is different. Yes, they have some ERISA rules and guidelines they have to all abide by, but a lot of these quote unquote provisions are up to the plan provider and whether or not they want to offer these kinds of things and options and uh, provisions into inside the plan. So don't think because I say it on this show or your neighbor says it that it's applicable to your 401k at your work because every plan is different. Okay? Right. Right. So that's that's really important. Obviously. Uh, healthcare is a big one. You may have to stop for a while uh, contributing to your retirement accounts mm-hmm. and put that money toward medical bills. Uh, any advice though, on what a person should do if they end up saving more money than they needed for their medical bills? Yeah. So w- obviously one way to, that works for a lot of people is to pause those 401k contributions and instead put yep. that money into your savings. So you can sure. access it to cover your medical bills. Okay. Uh, that's common sense. But when it comes to out-of-pocket medical bills, making sure your your liquid is really, really important. We know we just talked about having an emergency fund of three to six months of your expenses. That's why for situations like this, you say, Brock, 30000 You think I should really keep 30000 in the bank? Yeah, I do if your expenses are $5,000 a month because we all know these medical bills can be in the thousands uh, and, and you will need you could need that money to, to pay for these things. So you can keep contributing to your 401k, okay? You, when you're not contributing to your 401k and they're offering a match, you're just missing out on that free money. Again, if you have to, you have to. I get it. You got to do what you got to do. Um, but but in, that, in that situation, that's why it's so important to have that emergency fund so you don't have to stop things like that, okay? Yeah, obviously that's huge. And so... Um, you know, when you have extra money though, uh, sometimes you should maybe reinvest it right yeah, into absolutely. your, into your, uh, retirement accounts, yep. it, um, and make sure you're, you're spend it wisely. Obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of like that check we write to the government every quarter, right? Tony, they spend it right. wisely. Yep. Okay. Just making sure a traditional or Roth IRA, Tony is a great situation, uh, a great product or a great solution to that situation as you described, sure. Tony. Um, obviously working with a financial services professional may be a good move because we can, uh, you know, have extra insights on what other retirement savings may be about, or, you know, maybe you've got that kid that's going to go to college or you get any kind of higher educational, um, you know, experience. And it doesn't have to be a four-year college, a 529 plan might be a great way to say, you know, um, and so, you know, if you're getting to a point where you're covering all of your basis, you're putting in that 10% or 15% and you're getting a match from your employer and your, excuse me, 401k, 
and you're saying, okay, well, my projections say that this is enough. Again, these are some things you can do. Look at after-tax accounts. There's nothing wrong with an after-tax account, folks. Uh, in fact, I would argue that sometimes if you don't have a Roth option inside your 401k, putting money that's above what your employer is matching sometimes doesn't work out. And, and the reason I say that is because, you know, obviously you want to put the money in to get the match from the employer, but anything above that is, is yes, you're getting a tax break now, but later on, it's going to be all taxable to you. Mm, yeah. And all so those tax-deferred retirement accounts, that, you're going to have to pay taxes on them at some point. And it's okay if you are going to have about the same income and you're going to be about in the same tax bracket, Tony. It's okay. And you don't really know that until you're closer to retirement, quite frankly. But but my point is people think, well, let's just max out the 401k before I do any after-tax savings. And I would actually say... It depends on the situation, just like everything else when it comes to financial decisions. It depends on your specific situation. And so how do you know unless you're working with somebody that has been doing this for almost 20 years, helping people in this area retire every single year? And that's us here at Innovative Financial Solutions. Give us a call. We'll help you, guide you on what the best way for you to save uh, outside of your 401k, 573-332-7855. All right, sounds great. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Brock Allspa, the retirement playbook after this. One of the most important attributes you can have as a human being is conviction. But to have conviction, you need to believe what you are doing is the absolute best at whatever it is you're doing. The same holds true for your retirement. Hi folks, Brock Ausball here from Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. And if you're between the ages of 50 and 65, you need to give us a call to schedule your complimentary review to see if it makes sense to work with us. If so, we will provide you with your very own maximized Social Security income strategy. We'll make sure you're allocated correctly with your retirement savings, and most importantly, will lay out the rest of your financial life. Give us a call at 332-7855 or visit us at theinnovativeteam.com. Also, don't forget to listen to our radio show called The Retirement Playbook on 960 AM KZIM KSIM every Saturday morning from 7 to 8, or listen via podcast on our website at theinnovativeteam.com. Innovative Financial Solutions is a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri and is not affiliated with the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. And welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with our host, Brock Allspa. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And today we're talking about some scenarios where it actually may make sense to temporarily pause your saving for retirement so you can focus on other important financial uh, priorities and things that come up. And mm -hmm. obviously, saving for retirement is the bedrock of most financial strategies. So yep. I, I'm guessing this topic's causing a lot of our listeners, Brock, <laughs> uh, to say, what? I know. Uh, but, but before the break, you were talking about halting saving for retirement to catch up on health care bills. Uh, what's next? Yeah. So the next scenario posed by that article I referenced earlier, which was in the U.S. News and World Report, titled Eight Times to Stop Saving for Retirement, um, is so you can get rid of credit card debt. Oh, and Tony, yeah. we've talked about credit card debt before, but if yep. you're currently, you know, saddled with that, that credit card debt with, with large and high interest rates and maybe a large enough balance that 
you're just not going to be able to pay it off making that minimum payment, right? Even if you if you pay a little extra, it might take you a really long time. So that might be a scenario where you say, okay, I know this isn't the best financial uh, situation, but I've got to stop saving for retirement and I've got to get this taken care of, right? Um, right. The most important, and, and, and it's easy to say, I get it. It's easy to say, but you've really got to be disciplined to live this out, which is if you do this, if you stop saving for retirement and you pay off those credit card debts, have the discipline and understanding of what, how that impacted you, because by not contributing to your retirement plan, maybe you're missing out on a match. Maybe you're missing out on some positive performance in the market. Maybe you're, you know, and, and then on the flip side of that, you're, you're still paying interest on that existing balance that you haven't paid off yet. It's truly a double whammy, okay? And it could be a triple whammy uh, because, again, you're paying interest, you're not getting a match, and you're not getting the performance in the market. That could be a triple whammy. I know that's really, you know, official language there, Tony. But seriously, you get the point. It's a bad scenario. But so here's the deal. You can't reverse it. It is what it is. You got to pay this off. You don't want your credit to be just totally destroyed by not paying it off. So uh, you just have to have a plan going forward. It's paid off. I'm not going back to this. I'm not going to use that credit card. Cut it up. Ring the bell. And let's get going on that retirement savings again then. Okay? So, you know, there might be a situation where if you're paying 17% in interest and you've got this huge balance, you know, you, you just got to do what you got to do. Uh, and, and that's one way or one reason why, again, you might stop saving for retirement. Wow. And that's huge. Obviously, uh, there's a lot of reasons, but credit card debt and the interest you pay is just crazy. And, um, you know, and, and uh, there are a lot of things out there. I mean, you, you have to get those credit cards under control. And, um, yep. you know, y- you know, if you're, if you're paying an interest on your credit card of like 17% and your retirement mm-hmm. accounts are earning eight, <laughs> you've got a gap there Listen, that you, ha- you yeah, have to address. It, absolutely. And here's the deal, Tony. Uh, having a credit card revolving balance. Now, this is not paying it off every month. And for all my listeners out there, I'm sure... If you do have one, you do pay it off every month, and 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 that's great, and that's okay because you can use some of those reward points on buying things or using it for airfare, hotel rooms, whatever. But uh, if you have a revolving balance in a in a credit card and you're adding to it temporarily here and there, and you know whatever, it's a, all that is is telling me that you spend more money than you make. That's it. I mean, period. Right. Because why else would you use a credit card and right. pay 17% interest? You're you spending, spending more money than you make. That's it. Yep. It's plain and simple. Like, I'm not going to beat around the bush on this. That's what it is. Okay. Um, and so, and, and again, sometimes life hits you and slaps you right in the face and says, sorry, but here's your situation now. I get it. But there's some things you can do to rectify that situation and make sure that you don't get back stuck back in that situation. Okay. Um, All right. Let's move on to the next one, Tony. Sure. So the next scenario we're going to talk about is that if you become unemployed, if you or your spouse loses your job, I know that's a terrifying prospect for a lot of people, especially if you live paycheck to paycheck. Again, guys, another reason to have that emergency fund and another reason why I tend to be conservative and lean towards that six months of expenses. 
because you can use that emergency fund to bridge that gap between the time you've lost your job and, and when you did it so you don't have to touch those retirement accounts and so you can keep maintaining your lifestyle. But if you or your spouse is temporarily out of, jo- out of a job, you can use the money that you were putting in the 401k to cover some of those household expenses if you don't quite have enough in that emergency fund. So that would be another situation, Tony, where if you lose a job, you might you know, have a time period in your life where you stop saving for retirement. Does that make sense? Yep, it does. And I think you make a great point there. So uh, obviously there are going to be times and I think considering the economic fallout mm-hmm. that this pandemic has caused, I'm sure a lot of people find themselves, you know, in that scenario yeah. uh, that, that you're talking about. Yeah. And I think this is another good place to remind people that you should be working with a financial professional like yourself, Brock, to build that financial strategy that will help see you through these times and unemployment. Don't run up those credit card bills. Right. right. Absolutely. Ab- no question. No question. You need to have a strategy. You need to have, you know, again, a lot of the things I don't mean to be doom and gloom folks here today's show, but I just want to address, there are some times where you have to start, stop saving for retirement. And by the way, the next one, Tony, to temporarily halt saving for retirement, uh, that may be a wise move is when you're starting a business. Okay. So this one's not so, (laughs) this one's not on the dark side, right? It's kind of exciting that you'd be starting a business, but maybe it causes you to pause saving for retirement temporarily. Um, so if you're if you had that 401k and you 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 leave your job to start your own business, man, that's why America is so great. You can have that opportunity to do that. Okay, uh, but it's no surprise that launching a new business can be very expensive. Inventory, supplies, equipment, office space, sure. uh, all these things are expenses that are uh, could be you know uh, add up to be a pretty big number. And so if that's the case, please don't get a loan, okay? Save that money up to do to start that business. And if you can start that business without a loan, Mark Cuban said it best, you're nuts if you get a loan to start a new business, okay? Because you just don't know exactly how it's going to go or be received by the, your, you know, your buying market and those kinds of things. Sometimes, okay, you you just have to do it and and it might make sense. But Overall, I think a general good recommendation would be is to so when you start that new business, start it with the cash that you have saved. Um, sure. Because, you know, you've got all these expenses that I just mentioned, right? The inventory, the supplies, equipment, and office space. Well, now if you get a loan, now you got to make that loan payment. So all of a sudden, your monthly minimum that you have to make is is much higher than, than it has to be. And so, um, but I will say this. So if you do have the cash and you do start that business, right? Uh, but maybe you just temporarily hold off on saving for retirement as far as putting in a contribution to a IRA or a simple IRA or those kinds of things. Okay. Um, and that's okay. As long as you have a plan. In other words, that plan would be, Hey, after I make this much money per month on a consistent basis, that's when I'm going to start, uh, contributing to my retirement plan again, have a plan. That's the bottom line. That is a great one, and it's a good topic to end our show on Okay, because we're out of time. Uh, really quick, though, uh, before we go, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, just give us a call, folks. Anytime you have any questions about your retirement, uh, investments, all that things financial, just give us a call, 332-7855. Look us up on the website. It's the Innovative Team. 
Dot-com. And I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of the weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Alspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.